0: Welcome back, everybody. We are here. Season two of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road is debuting today. We're back. September. Season two. You know, I was. We did the season one ended back in February. Uh, I tried to keep it going a little bit longer. I did about a month of it while I was in Disney World working there, and you know, got a little busy. Getting a little busy. So, season two. We're starting it now. Um, The first episode wanted it to be a little bit of a special one So we shook up the format a little bit Uh, We are doing a top six instead of a top five And uh, it's fun, like we picked up where we left off last year with fantasy football with Caleb That was a good episode Listen to that if you haven't And this one, we're picking it back up with Pete Peterson One of my favorite people that I met while I was in Florida And he, the format was shaking up, doing top six And we're doing it from each position in fantasy football, who is going to be the best this year? Who will be the best player at each position in fantasy football? It's a good listen. Definitely a good app. Pete's great. Uh, check it out. We're going to have a lot. Pete's going to show up again this year, this season of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road, where it's going to be a lot of good content. Uh, a lot of good episodes. Don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, definitely going to be worth a listen. Uh, recording this live from UMass back in Massachusetts. Uh, without further ado, all right. So we, here got, we go. With this episode of TV, Goodbye so. Mellow Brick Road, we have, once again recurring guest on the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast once again, Pete Peterson. Thank you for being here once more.
1: You're welcome. I'm glad to be here, but
0: It is great having you and we are once again going to be going back into sports.
1: You know me and um, Dustin, me recurring guest you've had, Some a conversation about how much we enjoy being on your podcast. Ah. We were talking about how, you know, we didn't know what to expect, but how we had such a great time actually, you know, being a part of it, hanging out with a friend and talking about sports.
0: It seems like a lot of people don't really know what they're getting into when they do it. But a lot of times after I'm done recording, I'll get a message like, thanks for having me. and I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. The more, the merrier.
1: When you take off and you're the next, you know, Joe Rogan podcaster, you know, remember us.
0: Absolutely. You guys are Guess You have an open ticket to always come on whenever you'd like.
1: All right, buddy. So, who do you think is going to be the best quarterback this year in fantasy?
0: Yes, well, we are doing this. We got, we're going to run through each of these positions, and we're starting with quarterback. I think, you know... A lot of I, the, the rationalist in me is inclined to say Aaron Rodgers, but I really believe after the little flashes of greatness that we saw last year that Deshaun Watson, I really and there's probably a little bit of bias, but I really do believe that he's going to be the top scoring quarterback in fantasy this year because he can do it all. He has Hopkins and Fuller as these great targets. Uh, Fuller he really got the deep ball Working with him last season but Watson can also run Like and he like he adds Point he adds a lot of value on the On the rushing side of things Which is always like between like Cam Newton Or Back when Michael Vick had his little uh, Return that Did so-so you know he did Okay with that but It really is a great thing for fantasy now there's not a lot of longevity with it but i think watson has a potential if he can stay healthy to be the top quarterback this year
1: you know i i didn't expect you to say that but i'm not surprised i know a lot of people are expecting a lot out of watson i was a clemson fan so i've been a deshaun watson guy for a long time uh for deshaun's offensive line is not that great so that's gonna be the question but I do think you're right. He could be the most scoring. Because even as a Panthers fan, they're getting to the point where they're like, Newton, we've paid you a lot of money. <laughs> Throw the ball. <laughs> stay healthy. But for me, I'm going to say I'm going to stay in the NFC South. I'm going to say Drew Brees, which I know is weird. Um, but Drew Brees, is a, anytime he goes out, he's 300 yards plus type guy. And he's coming up on a lot of records this year. And I think they're going to let him go for it. I mean, you know, and why wouldn't they? And he also plays in a division, which I believe the Panthers have been one of the most underrated defenses. But there's no lockdown corner in the NFC South, except for Marcus Lattimore, who's on his team. And... So Breeze has got some weapons He's got Michael Thomas He's going to have Kamara Who I don't think will be what he was last year But I still think will be good He's got Melvin Not Melvin, he's got Mark Ingram He's got um, Benjamin Watson Who, So I think Breeze But Breeze could go out there with me and Hugh and Joey And throw for 300 yards
0: He uh Yeah
1: so who do you have for your quarterbacks in fantasy, though?
0: I actually, for the team we're in the league that we are in together, I have my quarterback is Deshaun Watson, and right now I have no backup quarterback. I am rolling with Watson for now.
1: Well, if you want to make a trade now for any of your running backs, <laughs> I can trade you my backup. Right, Philip Rivers is a backup who I think is going to be a pretty good fantasy quarterback because I think he's toward the end of his career. And I think this is his chance to take the AFC West, and potentially could run for the AFC because, of course, we've got Steelers and Patriots, where everybody's like, "Okay, that's your AFC matchup." But outside of that, there's no Super AFC team.
0: And you know, it might just be the Chargers this year. I
1: also have Ben Roethlisberger as my starter, which he's got Antonio Brown. Juju Smith, um, that receiver he drafted out, I think, uh, can't think of his name, but he's got plenty of targets to be a good fantasy quarterback for me.
0: I'm always concerned about Roethlisberger, though, like, it seems like every season he has a game where he gets, like, two points, like, out of just, just out of nowhere, there's no real reason for it, it just happens.
1: Yeah, and that's gonna be what happens, he's gonna be 20 points, 20 points, 20 points, three, then I bench him and then he's going to have a 30-point game.
0: It's interesting, though, looking at the quarterbacks on these teams. You know, Dustin has Kirk Cousins, Patrick has Aaron Rodgers, and Joey's rolling with Andrew Luck, which is a bold decision, I think.
1: watch well, Andrew, he's going with his bully. That's all that is. He's not... That was not a oh, let me pick someone that I think's going to do good. That was a let me pick who I want to do good because he's a Colts fan. So that's what that pick was. Same with Dustin. Dustin, last year before fantasy football, he's like, mark my words, Kirk Cousins will be a top five, top ten fantasy quarterback, and he wasn't. Dustin just likes Kirk Cousins. So I think that had to do with his pick.
0: You know, it probably colored me a little bit, too, with Deshaun Watson. I really liked what I saw out of him last season, and it really makes me want to roll with him, but obviously there's a lot of concern. And-
1: now, granted, Deshaun Watson, if that defense, if Houston, if everybody comes back healthy, that defense could get him in a lot of scoring positions. Because you've got J.J. Watt, who I think is the best defense of linemen since Lawrence Taylor. Um, Clowney, who can get your own 10. Whitney Merciless, who I think is the most underrated pass version of linebacker in football. But, yeah. You know.
0: How do you feel about Richard. how do you but, feel about Jimmy Garoppolo this year? Do you think there's any potential there for could be could make the leap?
1: Yeah, I I think I don't think the Rams are gonna be as good as they were last year. I mean I still think they can make the playoffs, but I think they'll fall off. So we can get him in seven, eight games. Um, But I think there's going to be so much pressure on him because, I mean, he's already been seen out with porn stars and all this other stuff. But let Jimmy be Jimmy. And I I think the criticism they get on these people sometimes is he's a 25-year-old multimillionaire. Let him be what every other man in America would be at that age with that much money.
0: Well, who do you think is going to be the, the number one running back in fantasy this season?
1: I'm going to go with, an I'm not a big fan of, fan of him, but I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott.
0: Hmm, interesting pick.
1: Because I don't think, frankly, this who is, and I really like Dak Prescott, but who's he going to throw to?
0: Exactly, they have no, no targets.
1: throw across the middle to Cole Beasley for 40 completions a game, you know, like. He's running with Alan Hearns and Terrence Williams as his one and two. And, yeah, they signed Tavon Bust Alst- Alston, but in Mr. Reliable, Jason Witten ain't there. So he doesn't really have any guy that I can say, okay, I trust him to you know, go across, get me that first down. So I expect Ezekiel Elliott's numbers to go up.
0: I'm thinking I'm I'm kind of feeling Leonard Fournette this year as a potential for the number one running back. I've noticed this pattern where like running backs are they can be pretty good as rookies, as we saw with Zeke and even Fournette last year was pretty decent. But they always seem to make the leap around the second or third year, and it feels like I don't know, it just feels like Fournette is primed to make that leap, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a surprise pick. Maybe not necessarily too much of a surprise. He is rated in the top fifteen. But compared to the other running backs like Gurley and Bell, who obviously you would take before Fournette because they're closer to being locks than Fournette is. But I have a good feeling about Fournette making that leap this year, and I think he might be able to finish as the best fantasy running back.
1: You know, believe it or not, he's who I had listed as my potential as well. I was tossed up. Uh, Ezekiel's a little more proven, so that's why I went with him. But Fournette, same thing. Mortos isn't that good anyway and Bortles lost his number one, number two receiver from last year, and Marquis Lee just went down. So now he's running with D.D. Westbrook and Dante, Mon- Dante Moncrief as his number one and two receiver. And Moncrief I drafted last year for fantasy football, and it was not very good. And the offensive line from the Jaguars signed Andrew Norwell, which was kind of an under-the-radar signing. And he's probably the best guard in football. And that Jaguars defense, I think, can create enough turnovers and get the team in enough position before they can get a bunch of scored touchdowns.
0: I think they're going to be primed for... like A lot of people, I think, are expecting the Bengals... I mean, the not the Bengals, the Jaguars to fade away after they kind of blew it last year with the Patriots. But I don't know. I think getting those reps in was good for Bortles. I really believe in that Jaguars defense, as as we'll talk about a little bit later. And I think, I don't know, I think they're a bigger contender than some people think.
1: So what you thinking um running back? We can do two running backs, since that's that normal leg carries two receivers. Who are you thinking at receiver? Or actually, who did you get running back in the thing? I'm sorry.
0: For my running backs, I went with Gurley. I had the number one overall pick. I traded for it with, uh, with Joey, and I went with, because I, I felt like I was going to end up with Antonio Brown, and I wasn't really feeling receivers this year. So I went with went with Gurley and Alvin Kamara and Jordan Howard as my three top guys. I actually, I
1: you're Jordan Howard, how would you feel, and I'll we'll do whatever the podcast puts you in the spot, a straight-up Jordan Howard for Philip rivers Crank.
0: I don't know if I can do that. I really like the three-headed running back monster. And unless like Deshaun Watson is abysmal, I don't know if I'd be looking for a quarterback just yet. And even then, Goff is available. Garoppolo is available. There's some good options uh, out there.
1: So I, can throw in a, I can throw in someone like Chris Thompson. Um, just, you know, I can throw in a running back for you to make up for it.
0: I, don't know, I might have to sleep on that one. Jordan Howard, I feel like he's primed for a big year. I mean, their head coach just said that he's going to be a third down back, too, so that's really crucial. He might be a bell cow, and that's going to be a good value that I scooped up Howard with. I'm not sure. Jordan though.
1: Howard might be the most underrated running back in football. He's, I think, top five in rushing yards over the past two years. Like, I think he was, like, ran for, like, 1,500 yards as a rookie or something crazy like that.
0: I had him on my team last year, too, and he was the only one who stayed healthy the whole season. I lost David Johnson week one, and Jordan Howard ended up carrying me all the way to second place.
1: Now, Howard did have a few bad games, but then he would bounce right back and put you up, you
0: know, scoring 20 points. He's someone... I could never bench him. I would never feel good about benching him, so he he was always in the mix for me.
1: Same. Now, running back... I'm kind of the opposite, or I was my draft position forced me into this. I'm kind of screwed at my running back. I'm afraid I'm running out there with my number one running back right now is Devontae Freeman, who's going to share carries. I've got Kenyon Drake. I've got Royce Freeman. I've also got Ronald Jones and Chris Thompson. I just don't,
0: top to bottom, don't feel that great about my running backs. I don't, I think, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in Kenyon Drake, really. But I think Royce Freeman has potential to be uh, better than Broncos running backs have been in the past. And Devonta Freeman, I think, is a good pick. I was, I, he was on my board this year, too. I don't think you and it is a PPR league, too. So it was good, be, like, you got probably the best receivers in the entire league that that I can see.
1: Oh, receivers across the board. I may have the best receiving core of all time in fantasy football. <laughs> right. So that you know leads us in a fan for receivers. Who do you think is gonna be the best receivers this year in fantasy?
0: You know, it's it's gonna be like a basic pick, and everyone will probably say. Everyone would probably say this if they're listening to this podcast. They're probably all thinking it right now. It's gotta be Antonio Brown. You know. I originally I had I think I had the fifth pick in our draft and I was like "Mm," you know I feel like that's gonna leave me with Brown and he's great he's a great player I hate playing against him so much but I really was feeling running backs this year so I went I decided to trade up to get Gurley instead but you know even if I ended up with Brown it wouldn't have been the worst thing he is obviously one of the great greatest receivers I've ever seen play he can he can turn, he, at, like, on a dime, he can put up 50 points in fantasy. It's amazing. He's so talented. Uh, he's so wily. He can just, he can do it all, really. And he is a nightmare to face in fantasy. It is so terrifying going up against him because he can literally destroy your game single-handedly.
1: So, um, Browns, who I did have, um, I'm not going to use Browns because that's who you went with. So I got two to throw at you. I'm going to throw at DeAndre Hopkins. Who last year was, I think, the best receiver in football. Ooh. Because you had nobody throwing him the ball. And on my fantasy league in 16 games, he did not score me over 20 points once. Damn. I'm steadily put up numbers. And my other one, I'm going to say Michael Thomas okay. um, for New Orleans, which is kind of a sleeper pick. Um. But like I said, I think Ru Brees is going for records this year. And he's by far the best receiver on that team. So somebody's got to catch Breeze into the history books.
0: Right. You know, that makes sense. You know, he's obviously going to be their number one target. Um, and he gets, and that's a high-flying offense. He gets the lion's share of the targets from Breeze. He's obviously, they have a good rapport going on. And, you know, I think, you know, if Breeze does really, like, turn turn it up to 11 this year, Thomas is going to be the recipient of a lot of that.
1: So who do you have at receiver on your fantasy team?
0: Obviously, my receivers aren't as uh, as stacked. I went with uh, Allen Robinson, who I tried him out a couple of years ago, and I really was disappointed with the results, but I'm feeling good about his position in Chicago this year, especially with an up-and-coming Trubisky, and I added Golden Tate, too, who has been quietly one of the top-producing receivers in recent years, and, you know, Stafford, He's very consistent with what you get from Stafford, and I think Golden Tate uh, will continue to feast off of that. And I added Demarius Thomas, who I added him very reluctantly. He's a he's a he's definitely been on the downtrend the past couple of seasons, but he's he's old, reliable. You know, he's one of the most consistent receivers that I can think of in fantasy, and he won that game for Tebow in playoffs too. So I always have a soft spot for Demarius. I added uh, Edelman too. I figured if he comes back from his suspension, then I have about a a six-round value at a 13th-round pick. So it's not a bad investment with Edelman if I can just hold out a little bit longer with his suspension. And I added Marquise Goodwin, who I think is... He was my top sleeper going into the season. I think he's primed for a, a high-caliber season. With if, if Garoppolo can come through, Goodwin is going to be his favorite target, I think.
1: And like every mock draft I did, I um, drafted him. So... I was very disappointed to see him leave, Um, but, you know, it, things happen, you know, I didn't get him, no big deal.
0: Who do, Your receivers, though, are just amazing.
1: Yeah, I really might have the best receiving core of all time.
0: It's incredible. I'm looking at it like right it now. It
1: sounds like, honestly, like something that you would do on Madden. If you went to fantasy, like, the NFL, like, on franchise mode, and, like, took away the salary cap. So, running one, I'm running Antonio Brown. And everyone's like, okay, well, that's great. And then at two, I've got Odell Beckham. At flex, I'm running with Ken Aitken. And on my bench, I have Adam Thielen and Chris Hogan.
0: You have five number one receivers on five of the most potent offenses in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and when somebody's receiver gets hurt and they have a, you know, a flex running back where I'm hurting, they're going to come to me and ask for a favor. <laughs> like, what happens to you? Like, uh, you know, like, say Allen Robinson gets hurt again or your other receiver, you're going to come to me asking for a favor. And I'll throw you a ball and throw you team in <laughs> or a or even hell. Maybe Odell for a running back, you know. <laughs>
0: You know, I can see that happening, like me coming on my hands and knees. Like, you know,
1: but, so what are you thinking about
0: tight end this year? Tight end is, I have a very complicated relationship with tight ends in fantasy because, uh... Oh,
1: you were just talking about tight ends in general, and I was like, Dave, I didn't know that about you.
0: We are, we are, we're a family show, Pete. We don't do that kind of thing here, no fucking way. <laughs> We uh, but yeah, tight ends. You know, I always try to draft one of the top tight ends early because I think the difference between good tight ends and bad tight ends is like astronomical. Like if you get a if if you get stuck with a bad tight end, you're gonna have a frustrating season at tight end. So I went I went early and I grabbed Kelsey. So as long as he stays healthy, I have a headache free season with tight ends. And I really think Kelsey is gonna be the best one because it's either between him and Gronk. Really, is the argument. And Gronk well, I just not
1: that good according to Jalen Ramsey. Arguably the most athletic, best tight end I've ever watched,
0: other than Witten. Gronk's not that good. He's the one concern I have about him is the injuries. And I think it can strike at any time. So that's why I went with Kelsey over Gronk, even though Gronk has the higher ceiling. But Kelsey has more value to me, and I think he'll end just like he did last season as the number one tight end.
1: So Kelsey I think is the best tight end. By far. You got it. I think he's a best because he's at Kansas City. Now Kansas City, they got some decent receivers this year. They got, they got Sammy. They got Tyree Kill. They got a young quarterback. A young quarterback's best friend is a tight end that can jump up, get you that five yard first down, that can jump up and get that touchdown. And that's exactly what Kelsey is. And I think he's going to lead the team in touchdowns and be the best tight end in football. He may not be the best tight end in football. I don't think he will. I think if Greg Olson comes back healthy, Greg Olson, by far what he does, will be the best. But Kelsey, I think, will be the best fantasy tight end. I said Greg. I really like Greg. But if he comes back healthy, because I think Ken Newton will depend on him a lot. Um, but it's, I think it's Kelsey. I want to say Gronk, but Gronk gets hurt. And I don't know what Jalen Ramsey was talking about. Like Gronk's been hurt, he still has Hall of Fame numbers. Gronk. So imagine,
0: he's arguably the greatest tight end of all time if he can keep up this pace for like one or two more seasons.
1: Yeah, and also he didn't murder everybody and get kicked off the team.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Gronk's the good boy. Well who do you have at tight end? I see somebody who's got a lot of potential for greatness.
1: I've got you know, I've got two pretty good tight ends too. Because um, I dropped one to be my backup and he honestly could be a flex.
0: It's true. He's he has those that potential because he he was he's like what two seasons removed from being top three in tight ends?
1: Yeah, I got Delaney Walker and I've got Jordan Reed as my backup. Uh Jordan Reed? might end up being my starter if he stays healthy because Alex Smith is great I think Alex Smith
0: it uh Reed if he stays healthy obviously has elite potential um and Delaney Walker obviously has proven himself time and again I added same
1: thing, it. thing. Marcus doesn't really have any receivers
0: he, uh, they did. They do have Dion Lewis coming out of the backfield now. He's been known to catch some passes every now and then, so maybe that could add a little bit of a short option for him.
1: That is true. Marcus Mariota, I drafted last should be my backup quarterback because I thought Mariota's going to turn the stride. Mariota is going to be good this year, and he was not very good.
0: He, I had him as my starter last year, and it was abysmal. I dropped him after two weeks. It was just atrocious. And I added, uh, I have Jack Doyle as my backup tight end. I originally drafted Jimmy Graham, and then I was like, you know, I think Graham just has name recognition. So I dropped him, and I added Doyle, because I think Doyle has some more potential to produce, especially with Luck back at the quarterback. Yeah, if it wasn't,
1: that's a tough one. Because, look what Graham's done with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. When Graham was the best, second-best tight end in football, he had Bruce Reeves throwing him the ball. Right. Packers have some weapons on all fans, but they might get rid of Randall Cobb and they got Devontae Adams and they don't have anybody.
0: That's true. It's a good point. But. Well, who do you have as your top defense going into the 2018 fantasy season?
1: Well, who do you think's. What is it? Um, just send me um. Oh shit! I was I was reading a text. I'm sorry.
0: Um, oh, you're you're good. We what I have is my number one defense. I think, as I mentioned earlier, I think the Jaguars' defense is going to be the top contender uh, in 2018. Obviously, like even last year, you could tell it was going to be a different kind of defense with all the pieces they added, and. Just really, they proved themselves last year as an elite defense, and really, that's who I was going for in fantasy. I was aiming for the Jaguars' defense. Joey scooped them up very early, and I wound up with the Eagles' defense instead, which is nothing to be upset about, I don't think.
1: Well, I think the Jaguars have the potential to be the best fantasy defense this year. Um, but then again, I would love to see Jalen Ramsey get beat for about a touchdown a game because um, he just likes to tell say everybody's awful. And But I think they play the division where he can be. They can be. Because I don't think Tennessee's offense is going to be that good. I don't think you don't know what's going to happen with Watson. I know you think he's going to be great, and I hope he is. Because other than my Panthers, I love to share for Houston. I'm a big J.J. Watt guy. In the same, but even there, they just have Ray F. Hopkins, I think. And then the Colts. Andrew Luck may come back a hundred percent, better than before. He may not. Don't know. And even if he does, outside of T.Y. Hilton, who is he going to throw the ball to? Ryan Grant. Who? Exactly. So um, I've got. I just pick them up. Actually, the Ravens.
0: Ooh, interesting.
1: Um, because they were predicted to have like five more points in my defense I picked up, which was the Chargers, um, because Chargers have Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa can get after the quarterback. You get after the quarterback, you, they throw, they throw periodically. And guess who they did? They signed De- um, James. They drafted James. They got some ball folks in the se- secondary.
0: You know, the Ravens have, For it seems like for my entire life, their defense has been the best part of their team. And honestly, with what they've trotted out there on offense this year, it seems like twenty eighteen will be no different for Baltimore. As for uh as for kickers, I think I think there's one clear front runner. And it used to be Tucker or Kastawski, those were the people everyone would target as the top kicker, but after last year I was I literally won like four games off of the leg of Greg Zerlane and he was just um, he was amazing for me. I loved having him on the team. He was easily my best player, aside from Travis Kelsey last year, and Greg Zerlian, I think, is the best kicker in fantasy right now. No,
1: that's who I think best. I got Gostowski out of New um, England, so I'm happy.
0: I ended up with Robbie Gould. I'm really investing in the 49ers offense. I really think he's going to get a lot of opportunities. Oh,
1: yeah. You also did
0: drafting right. Yeah, I when I traded my picks to Joey, I didn't have an, enough picks to g- grab a kicker, so I had to get one out of free agency. I went kickerless in my draft. We noticed that we were
1: like, yeah. but we only played in a six-man league, so you got the seventh-best kicker, still pretty
0: good. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm very content with Robbie Gould. I think he's got good big-play potential.
1: All right, so who do you have in flex?
0: Flex, I have I have Jordan Howard, but he could be that could be turned out with Jay Ajayi or Goodwin, Marshawn Lynch, Tevin Coleman. I have a lot of options at Flex. I'm, I'm very happy with Jordan Howard being there for now, though. I'm happy with mine. I've got Keenan and Who knows?
1: I might put Adam Thielen in to be my flex. You never know. <laughs> but you know, I think. Overall, it's gonna be competitive fantasy football. I think if Mitch wins, knowing that we helped hold him who to pick at times, I'm gonna be extremely annoyed and upset
0: with myself. I was shocked during the draft because I I thought I was gonna get like Fournette or uh, like Melvin Gordon as my second running back, and I when I had Gurley, so and then my second running back ended up being Alvin Kamara because Mitch uh, decided to lean into. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins a bit earlier than I expected, so no, I, I was
1: very upset about that because I won at Hopkins. I
0: was I was happy to see it. I liked getting that second running back Kamara at like at pick nine. He was he was projected for seven, so that was great for me. But yeah, if Mitch wins, I'd be, I'll be I'll be i be shocked if Mitch does win. It would it seems like the way it goes in fantasy though.
1: Which I'll make a suggestion. Uh, you know, I've had a great time on this podcast. One day, if we both have an afternoon, I'll. We should try to podcast a quarter of a football game and broadcast it to our listeners.
0: That sounds great. I'd be I'd would be down for that.
1: So you excited for college football tomorrow? Go Gators! Are you actually
0: a Gators fan? I am a Gators fan, not born but raised.
1: Um, I'm going to be watching football all day, and then. I'm going to be attending the Camping World Stadium kickoff to watch the number one Alabama Crimson Tide take on the Louisville Cardinals. I got tickets for about 20 bucks a apiece, so I will be in the nosebleeds not being able to see what's going on, but I will be there.
0: Damn, that's great.
1: And unless it starts raining, then I'm not going to go because I spent
0: $20. Well, have fun at that game, and Pete, thank you for being here.
1: It was a blast. Um, maybe next time we can do one of our other podcasts we talked about,
0: such as the Top 5 Coolest Athletes or something like that. Absolutely. As always, Goodbye Mellow Brick Road is brought to you by Bodybuilding.com. We're into it. We're into Bodybuilding.com now. We are we are supporters. It is uh, definitely, definitely going to want to check out Bodybuilding.com. This episode couldn't have been possible without them. They're great. You know, Check the website out. There'll be a link in the bio. You can see some great clearance items. You can get that workout routine going, get health going, get fitness going, all sorts of it. All of the things that go with fitness, health, working out, eating right. It's all at bodybuilding.com. Definitely check that out. They're great.